it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown. Two is buried. Oh, a sauce gardener. Here he goes! Goodbye and hello Enzo! And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to break down the pin pull concept. Something fun that Booth LaFleur used last year that really worked well, and I think it could work well again in 2022. So we're going to get into the basics of it, give you some examples of how it's used, how it could be used successfully in 2022 with the thunder from down under, Mr. Luke Grant. Luke, what's up, brother? I'm going pretty well, Scott. Looking forward to training camp kicking off, all the good things as we head into football season and talking about some of the bright spots from the Jets' 2021 season and the pin-pull package that LaFleur put together was one of those. So, yeah, it should be good. You got to be happy to at least be able to relax now. You were in the car for, what, 10 hours driving back and forth to Melbourne? Yeah, it's like an eight-and-a-half-hour trip each way. So it's been a, a fair fair bit of commuting the last couple of days, so it's nice to be, uh, to be home and, and talking football instead. Now you're sitting down, you're relaxing, you're talking a little pin pull concept with me, and I'm really excited to get into it with you. A reminder, if anybody hasn't watched that video that Luke put together on this, where he's got clips of all 22 footage breaking this down, go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. It's all up there so you can watch it. But Luke, let's talk about the concept. Before we get into anything else, give me the basics of what it is. A lot of people, when they think about the Jets offense and the Jets running game, think about the wide zone, outside zone, and how much the Jets like these tight end type 
offensive tackles with mobility. And that's all completely true. But another way you can utilize and really accentuate the skill sets of those types of offensive tackles is the pin-pull concept. So what it is, you're looking at the offensive tackle and also usually a tight end or a wide receiver. They're looking to pin or wham block or down block or crack block. What they're looking to do is they're looking to trap some of the defensive ends, defensive uh, interior players to the inside. Then what you're going to have is the center and the guard pulling to the outside around that space they've created by pinning the guys to the inside. And they're going to be the, the lead blocker. And they're looking for anyone in their way, be it a safety or also a linebacker. And then you're going to utilize the mobility of guys like Elijah Vera Tucker, Connor McGovern, while George Fant, who may not be the best in the running game, is able to just seal block someone to the inside. He can do a good job of doing that. And suddenly you've got these big lanes creating all over the shop. When I was looking at what to expect from the Shanahan and in turn the LaFleur offense in the offseason, it's actually a concept that I came across a lot watching them. I remember looking at some tape of San Francisco against the Cleveland Browns and they utilized this concept a ton. And I wondered whether he'd bring this with him. And we didn't see it a lot to start the season, but week five, week six, when Michael Carter started to get rolling against the Cincinnati Bengals, that's when it really, really came to fruition and first became a thing in this Jets offense you started to see it and it was successful in the running game and then everything they did off of it. This was the best package that Mike LaFleur had and utilized in the 2021 season. And the reason I like it is because not only is it a good concept, but it accentuates the skill sets of the offensive linemen and also the good blocking wide receivers that the Jets have. So I thought it was a good combination of X's and O's and Jimmy's and Joe's and it really helped the Jets to have some level of success on offense. Can you dig in a little bit on how it works specifically in the run game? Yeah. So what you're looking uh, to do is effectively get two of your best premier blockers out in space as lead blockers. So instead of having a tight end uh, or even a fullback as that lead blocker, who's, you know, paving the way for the running back, you're allowing two, 300, 320 pound offensive linemen to take their place all because of utilizing their mobility to get them out in that space that you've created. So the Jets actually didn't have a ton of huge runs off it. There were a couple, though, that were so close to being enormous gains, but maybe George Fant didn't quite uh, pin someone to the inside. The best concept, sorry, the best example of a positive run they had was actually late in the season. Uh, It was against Tampa Bay early in the game. Michael Carter had like a 70-yard run down the right sideline, and he just got ankle tapped from behind. That was off a variation of the pin pull. And... Um, what you're looking to do effectively is just get those dudes to the outside because you've created an over a mismatch, I should say, but against their linebackers and safety and your offensive linemen who are pulling, you're keeping the 280 pounds defensive edges to the inside. They're effectively a wash. And sometimes you can do that utilizing a wide receiver on a crack block. That's where you really get that mismatch. If you can nullify their best defensive run stopper with a wide receiver, that's when you really hit the money. And I think LaFleur did a good job of creating those mismatches and giving the Jets a great opportunity to be successful in the run game. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Luke, you got to figure with a healthy Mekhi Becton, hopefully knock on wood, and either Lakin Tomlinson or Elijah Vera Tucker, depending on whether Becton plays left tackle or right tackle, you could run a running back on one side, execute this pin-pull concept, and really see some mauling from the Jets' offensive line, right? 100%. And I think the other thing it does is gives you more flexibility in how you're looking to run the concept. A lot of the times in 2021, there was an example against the Colts, maybe two against the Colts, against the Bengals, they were very often pulling, as I mentioned before, Elijah Veritaka and Connor McGovern. And that made sense because they're both really good zone-blocking, mobile, offensive linemen. When you put Mackay Becton out there and his ability to move in space at 370 pounds, look, George Fant moves well, but he's not an impact blocker at the second level. You can suddenly crack with the tight end and a wide receiver. You can get Becton out in space with Elijah Veritaka or Tomlinson, like you said. So not only does it allow you to run it to either side, It also makes you more multiple in who you can use as those pulling blockers to get out in space. Go throw on the Mackay Becton form against the the San Francisco 49ers week two of the 2020 season. These type of looks and concepts and him out in space on the front side, he was just annihilating safeties and linebackers. If they can make that a thing of regularity, just look out for this depth running offense with Bryce Hall, uh, sorry, Brees Hall and also Michael Carter. So I think the personnel gives them, yeah, more flexibility either side, who they're pulling, and it's just all in all going to make this run offense even better. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing that combination, especially if it's uh, Becton and Tomlinson. I think that could be an elite left side of the line. Luke, the pin-pull concept works well to help the running game, but it also works well to help the passing game, right? It does, yeah. And the reason the Jets could utilize it so well in the passing game was because of the looks they gave and the formations they used. So going back to the running game quickly before I move on, with the running game, the Jets were running this often out of shotgun or out of pistol and these kind of looks. So they were using a toss to get the ball to the running back in space. A perfect example is the Cincinnati Bengals game where Mike White was at quarterback. First drive, first touchdown. They've got uh, Michael Carter to the left-hand side of Mike White in the shotgun. They toss him the ball. They run pin pull to the left behind McGovern and Elijah Vera Tucker. They get a very easy touchdown. Because they used him in shotgun and this toss package, that's when they were able to elaborate into this play-action fake toss package that kind of just took over the Jets' offense for four or five weeks there in the middle of the season. When I really started to notice it, as I said, was the Bengals game. And the very first play of that game, they motioned a pin-pull run to the left, just like the touchdown that I mentioned later in that drive. And Mike White fakes the toss to Michael Carter, comes around on a bootleg to the right-hand side. Denzel Mims gets so open over the middle. Why? Because he's faking a crack block. But then he releases himself, gets across the right-hand side of the Jets formation, and he has literally 15 yards of space. And it's a 25-yard gain to start the game. The fact that they were able to use it out of shotgun gave them more flexibility and allowed this uh, toss package to really blossom. 
but then you just started to see it continue to grow. And uh, he was really empowered by this package was Mike LaFleur. You take it a week later and you look at the, uh, the Colts game, the Indianapolis Colts. And again, he came out, he ran a couple of these pin pull looks, but when Mike White was healthy, remember that game, I know it was a blowout, but Mike White was scoring the football. He gets injured. Josh Johnson comes in the game. It kind of falls apart. Ashton Davis misses a thousand tackles, but in that game, they toss the ball to Michael Carter. He then passes it back to Mike White, and Mike White has a wide-open Ryan Griffin. He leaves it inside shoulder, ends up in incompletion, but he really revolutionized this package by going from a pin-pull run to a pin-pull play-action pass with the fake toss, the action of the pin-pull, to bring those middle linebackers across the formation to open up Denzel Mims, and then he turns it into a double-pass kind of flea-flicker-type action. It was just a great job of building plays on top of one another, the same looks, trying to take advantage of linebackers thinking, I've seen this play on film. So they react, and then based on their reaction and aggressiveness, you take advantage of that in the passing game. I thought he did a fantastic job of that. Luke, in your video, when you talk about the pin-pull in the passing game, you discuss the difference between run action and play action. I think it's a very important distinction. Can you talk about it a little bit, please? When you you know turn on the TV every Sunday and you hear the analysts and the, and the commentators talking about play action, even though the Jets or any football team are faking a running play, the offensive linemen are really still in some kind of pass protection. Uh, they're not being ultra aggressive. They're selling the run, but then they're going into a pass protection set. Run action is realistically, we are selling out that we are going with our run blocking motion all of our offensive line are going to run it exactly like a running play. And we're relying on fooling the defense because of our action. And because we're running it so heavily, they are going to react because they have to, or else we're going to score a touchdown in the running game. So you're relying on that being enough to manipulate defenders. For example, you want to get the flow of the linebackers. If you're faking a pin pull run action to the left, you're relying on that run action being good enough to draw the middle linebacker, maybe the weak, the will linebacker on the weak side, across the formation and open up that ball to say Denzel Mims, like I mentioned. It's also going to hopefully be enough to hold the uh, backside line, outside linebacker or defensive end because you want him screaming towards the ball. He's then going to have to freeze. You've got the bootleg of the quarterback. And again, he's going to have enough space to get the ball off. So realistically, the main difference is there isn't really any pass protection involved. You're running that run action, that run, sell, or fake so heavily and relying on that to be the pass protection, if that makes sense. That's the primary difference between the two. Luke, I think when you watch the pinpole concept in action, it really looks like it's tailored to what Zach Wilson does well because it requires a quarterback who can get out in space and make a play quickly with his footwork. And Zach Wilson is very good at doing that. So if they can execute this properly with him, it could be a really nice weapon in Mike LaFleur's arsenal. Most definitely. I think moving forward, this is something that's going to be incorporated heavily in the Jets offense. You mentioned it, Scott. It's allowing Zach Wilson to utilize his ball handling skills in the run in the run game, his mobility on bootlegs. And even though Zach was inaccurate outside the pocket to start the season, I think anyone that's watched enough of his film knows that that's where he does a lot of his best work outside of structure, outside of the framework of the play or just outside the pocket. So allowing him more of those opportunities off play action looks, run action looks is going to be beneficial to him. Something that I think is important to note is the reason these plays were successful at first with Mike White was because he did a really nice job 
and this sounds super simple, but selling the play, the play action or the toss or that, that handoff to the running back. Something that Tim Jenkins, a friend of the pod, talked about consistently with Zach Wilson, even in college, was that sometimes with his play actions, he was a little lazy. He didn't get the extension. And that doesn't quite get the flow when you're relying on a run action play. I thought Zach got a lot better at that working with John Beck in that period where he was injured. Against the Houston Texans, he was still kind of banged up. It didn't quite look right. There was a couple of examples in the Jacksonville Jaguars game where you saw him get that full extension. He got the manipulation of the defense and was able to pick him apart. A couple of times he ran and used his legs outside the pocket. A couple of times he threw the ball and found a wide open Tyler Croft or Ryan Griffin. So I think you started to see his improvements match up with the development of the offense. And I think that really is going to suit his skill set. And I'm excited to see where LaFleur goes from here. In the running game, we saw this concept executed with Michael Carter and Tevin Coleman. So we have an idea of how they fit with this. Talk to me a little bit about how Brees Hall will be able to exploit the pin-pull concept. I think extremely well. The difference between the pin-pull and some of the other zone running concepts, there's obviously many, but one of them is that it's a lot less structured in space. Effectively, the offensemen, sorry, the pulling offensive linemen, be it a guard, a center, a tackle, they're looking to hit the first force they see. So they don't have necessarily an assignment of you're blocking the Sam linebacker. They're saying you get out in space, and the first body you see, get a hat on him and drive him out of the way. So what does that rely on for the running back? It relies on vision and the ability to make quick decisions on the fly because the picture can change very quickly and be very different on the outside based on the movement of one linebacker. So then that offensive lineman gets to a different part of the field, a different block. And as I said, it looks very different from a running back's perspective. Brees Hall, I think one of the most underrated concepts, sorry, the aspects of his game is his ability to read the field, to make quick decisions, and he has outstanding vision in the running game. He picks a lane, and then his acceleration, one-cut north-south ability, that's why he had so many long touchdown runs. I think that's going to be beneficial for him, getting him outside the uh, outside the tackle box, allowing him to make decisions in space. I think that's a natural fit, something he did extremely well at Iowa State. So I think he and Michael Carter are going to have a field day with it. Some of the runs that were almost home runs with Tevin Coleman and Coleman had more bursts than I thought, but sometimes the decision-making is a little bit sloppy. He'll see a minor hole and he'll hit it where if he'd just taken a second to read the field, there might've been a better cut back lane. I think Hall and Carter are going to do a better job of that. And it's going to be an ideal fit for those two guys. When you show examples in your video up at youtube.com slash play like a jet, when it involves the passing game, Usually it was Mike White who, as you said, executed this pretty well. Zach Wilson will be the one that's doing it primarily this year, knock on wood, barring injury. And we did see Ryan Griffin and the tight ends who were pretty much non-existent otherwise making plays with this concept have to figure that with two new tight ends who are much more capable than Ryan Griffin in C.J. Ozama and Tyler Conklin, they could get very involved and really make some things happen using this concept, right? Most definitely. I think if you look at Ryan Griffin and Tyler Croft, both of them are, (laughs) they were actually kind of subpar blockers too, but they're not guys you lean on for yards after the catch, explosive playability. When you think about CJ Uzama, that might be kind of the category you put him into, but it's just not right when you look at the statistics and the analytics of it. He was top five in the NFL last season in yards after catch per reception. He did a fantastic job of getting that extra yard in that Cincinnati Bengals offense. Then talk about Tyler Conklin, super underrated athlete, has more explosive ability than you'd even think. His ability to turn a screen 
or a, uh, an option route into a 15-yard gain was there. These concepts will give the tight end space over the middle. It will give them an opportunity for yards after the catch. And they have better hands, so they'll be able to turn up field quicker and then use their speed, change of direction, and strength in space. It's going to allow Zach Wilson free yards, and it's going to allow Mike LaFleur to actually scheme up touches for tight ends and feel confident in it. There were some times where Zach Wilson was putting a great ball on Ryan Griffin, and he'd fumble it, and it'd either be a drop, or because he took so long to actually secure the football, he was missing an opportunity for easy yards. I just don't see that being an issue. These guys aren't the best tight end tandem in the NFL, but it's a huge upgrade based on what Zach Wilson had last year. And I think that's going to be really important. One of the best examples of this concept that you have up on your video is Zach Wilson trying to make a throw to Corey Davis. He actually makes a really good throw, but Davis drops it. So we know how the two of them work together on this pin-pull concept. Tell me a little bit about what you expect from Elijah Moore heading into year number two, Berrios getting more involved in the offense, and of course, the rookie, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I think when you look at those three guys you mentioned, the biggest and one of the best attributes that all three of them have is speed across the field. And often these pin-pull concepts and play-action bootlegs that you run off of it, they require the wide receivers on the opposite side of the formation to run over routes, speedo routes, drags. So you're talking about horizontal routes across the formation from east to west, sideline to sideline. And the best way you win those routes isn't with intricate route running, it's with speed. And all three of those guys are... 4-3 or thereabout type athletes. They've all got explosive speed across the field. They're very good in a straight line. And that's where you get the separation. Zach Wilson, he threw that ball to Corey Davis, you mentioned. He made an incredible throw, but Corey Davis was covered. Zach Wilson threw him open. When you have guys with better speed laterally, it's going to allow him even bigger windows and easier throws. So I think they're the attributes that those guys have. And then when you get the ball in their hands, all three of them are like punt returners. They've got the change of direction. We talk about it time after time, Scott, with this offense. Mike LaFleur is looking for guys who can make things happen with yards after catch. And all three of them can do it. All three of them are good in space. They have great re-acceleration, which allows you to make the catch, then get north-south and make a football move. So I'm excited because I think it gives, like the tight end room, Zach Wilson easier throws and easier opportunities for chunk yardage because you're not throwing necessarily to Corey Davis, even though he can do it. He's run plenty of these route concepts in Tennessee and with the Jets last year. But I think those guys are better suited to winning across the middle of the field, be it from the slot, from the Z. I think they have that nice flexibility as a group. Luke Grant, the Thunder from Down Under. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the pin-pull concept with me. Really appreciate it. Got to remind everybody that if they haven't watched your video on this with all 22 examples of exactly how the pin-pull concept works, it's up right now on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Talk a little bit about what's up on our YouTube channel and what people can get when they visit our store over at tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. Yeah, so across the Public, we've got an awesome range of merch. Not just like the generic jet shop stuff, but Zach Wilson, awesome designs that my partner Alex helped create. The Zach the Ripper range. Zach Wilson says go long with that throw against Tennessee. We've got some love for the defensive lineman too with the Quinn and Williams and John Franklin Myers merch with the Bless You Thank You uh, design. Just play like a jet logo merch. You can get all that stuff over at Tee Public. So highly suggest heading over there and checking it out. And then on the YouTube, we're starting to get rolling. Um, I've got a new series with the X's and O's. There's one coming on the Jets defense and some of the vanilla play calling from Old Brick and Sulla down the stretch. 
Um, there's a video that I've already finished that may even be up by the time this airs, uh, looking at George Fant and the entirety of his 2021 season. Um, the transformation of him at right tackle to left tackle. Was he as good as people think? How was he in the running game? Was he as deficient in that area as people think? So I think that's a pretty good watch and I'd highly recommend that on the back of talking a fair bit about offensive linemen today and actually putting together a video at the moment on Braxton Berrios, someone we just talked about and why the Jets were so keen to make him a priority this uh, off season, both because of offense and special teams. So plenty of stuff will be coming. There'll be training uh, training camp breakdowns. And then as we get into the game, you know, there'll be all 22 breakdowns on all the rookies on Zach Wills and it's all coming your way. So make sure you subscribe to play like a jet over on the YouTube. Watch all our YouTube videos over on our channel, youtube.com slash play like a jet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T E E public.com. Follow Luke on Twitter at Luke grant seven and give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, easy way to help out the show. If you like what we're doing, doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.